what is up guys thank you for listening um i just have to get right into it unfortunately we have some bad news uh as of recently kidden and i found out that romero is actually going to retire from the podcast and this is going to be his last episode you know as a co-host you know maybe he might come back on as a guest or something down the line but um i don't know i just feel like when you have good news and bad news sometimes you just got to get to the bad news right away and just kind of confront it and you know hopefully we can talk it over and then we can have one last good laugh all together on this episode but um i'll just pass the floor to you romero um if whatever you want to share with the fans it's fine just your reasoning, your thoughts. Um, yeah. I'm I'm just here so I don't get fined. Who 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 would be fining you? I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> like we said, it was a good run with the original three, but you know. And by the looks of it, it looks like our other co-host hopped <laughs> yeah. off as well. But it looks like there's just two of us now. <laughs> no, just one of us because you're you're leaving. So, hey, but uh, now that you gave him the bad news, what's the good news? Oh, I don't know. I don't have any good news. April thought... Fools. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've we've had some uh, couple of weeks where. Our, our schedules haven't aligned. Schedules haven't aligned or a couple of the boys have been sick or just stuff like that, you know. So we do apologize if some of the episodes have seemed um, inconsistent in their release. But, you know, we're still trying, man. We're going to put that, that content for you. And we'd have a lot more incentive if you started giving us five stars on Spotify. <laughs> but Hey, but um, it was really nice to see the amount of... Um... Uh, what's the word? Feedback on the Instagram story. Yeah, we the did. Amount get... of, the amount of interactions. Yes, our most recent question, I assume you're alluding to. Yes. Yes, so we did. If you do not follow us on Instagram, we are on Instagram at Dome Podcast. That's D-O-M-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, right? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't done a spelling bee in a while. But anyways, we like I said, you know, we want to know what you guys want to talk about. Or what you guys want us to talk about, things that, you know, we might be missing, you know, because we're, we're in our own little world, just the three of us. And sometimes we might kind of, you know, talk about stuff that only we care about. But we care about you guys as the listeners and especially as followers on at Dome Podcast at Instagram. But, yeah, so basically we just asked um, what are some things you'd like for us to talk about. And the first thing <laughs> that was submitted and like I said, we are for the fans, so we will address what you want to talk about. <laughs> I won't be the one to take the floor, but um, the first question submitted is actually submitted twice. Uh, but they want us to talk about sex, man. Let's talk about sex, baby. Romero, you can you can take the floor on this. Let's talk about you and, and me. Me. Finish it, Karan. <clears throat> So Ramirez gonna. Do you not know that song? Oh, you don't know the song. I don't know the word. I don't know that. But why did you give me the hardest part? You could have given me the layup or something like, like that. It's you could have like, given me like the alley oop. It's like the chorus. Yeah, you know, like when you want to come in, 
it's like the build up and then you want to we're giving you like your moment that was your moment to shine as the star like the lead singer in that song or i don't know if there's multiple singers but some i i know the rhythm i just don't know the words i'll get you next time yeah of course you know the rhythm yeah that's that's all that matters you know oh yeah is that is that one motion of the ocean is that what you're saying motion of the ocean is that your first first it's all about breathing breathing is the most important thing man shut your medical ass up what through your nose through your mouth uh in through the nose out through the mouth right ramiro I think so. I hope so. I mean, you're the you're the medical expert here, so you gotta tell me. I am not a medical expert. I am a measly first year medical student. I know nothing. Hey, that's crazy though. It's almost a whole year. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it though. I know how to do a couple things. I can uh, I can do prostate exams now, Ramiro. Ooh. I the way I you were singling me out. <laughs> I think you'd be a great uh, model. You know, you'd, you'd handle it well, and you'd be mature about it. So hey, I, I can't long, say the same. As long honesty. as they pay me, hey, they get paid, dude. They get paid well. They get paid very well. I think they keep it like forty-five an hour or something like that. Forty-five an hour? Yeah, to get their <laughs> damn you know, fucking sign me up for twelve of exams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They by do. the by, the time uh, they get to the twelfth exam, they're not going to need any more. Uh... <laughs> exactly any lubricant or anything <laughs> to help you know with the doctor's inspection but yeah but no going going back to the topic though i think one thing that came to mind was do y'all even like really remember anything that y'all were taught in like health class so that's a first yes. of all like like in high school or even like i, I know for me is key is what we were taught is what we were taught in high school were we? I, don't I don't even remember, remember anything. I really don't remember. What or what about even? Anything. What about even like, with like freshman year of college? Like I know my freshman seminar. Wait. Um, they they gave us like a little lecture. No. What? I know I didn't. I never got a lecture in like college. Like we didn't have a class about that. But do you remember who the who was our health professor? Who was it? Coach Anthony. <laughs> was that his name? I don't know. I really don't remember the name. I I know I took it like later in my high school curriculum just because like i kept putting it off or it wouldn't ever fit with my high schedule school. wait yeah no that's when i took health i took a health we had to take a health class and we had to take health in middle school oh yeah but i wasn't here in texas for middle school uh, so i would have known but i did take it like i think like <laughs> i don't know what do you take it sixth or seventh grade i think it's eighth grade or some shit like that i really i really don't remember Dude, imagine 14 year olds having a health class talking about abstinence is key <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure in health they did bring it up, but no. So yeah, so is that that's what they taught was what abstinence is key. I I don't really remember, but I know for my freshman seminar, it wasn't like a class, but it's like for us we had just kind of like a basically like in high school. Do you remember like roundup or whatever it was called? Uh, that like ranger roundup or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like this for when I, I was a freshman. It's literally just once. Uh, semester but it was like every week and it was basically just that to kind of help integrate you into the campus and all the you know basics that you might need to know as a student and so one of the one of the lectures for the week was sex and so or it's like hosted you know by the health department so you know they provided uh everything that you might have needed to know and they weren't preaching abstinence they said hey make sure <laughs> well make, they said don't be silly wrap up that willy and they gave us stuff for it 
I mean, I feel like it makes sense at 14 to tell you, hey, your abstinence is key. Because, uh, I mean, those aren't necessarily behaviors uh, that 14-year-olds should be engaging in. But, <clears throat> I mean, as a freshman in college, most people expect that it's happening. So they're not going to tell you for it to not to happen. It's just, A, if it happens, be safe about it. Um, I think that's the that's the mature way to like go about it though cuz after a certain age like even if you don't you know like how people think kids or like young adults are not mature until whatever age like you're you're maturing and you need to like you need to be spoken to as if you're an adult very early on to kind of get used to it. I think like there was a podcast about this like about how there was a study done on like the way in which you speak to like babies or like the way in which you speak Oh yeah. To, like, young kids right like if you like baby talk to babies or if you like baby if you just talk differently to like a kid as if they're a kid versus if you just you know treat them like an adult from very early on their maturity level skyrocket because they're just kind of used to that level of conversation you know and that level of maturity so i think that's good like maybe like at 14 years old you need to be told to abstain because that's that's probably like the recommended thing to do but after certain age you got to be like realistic and in that like teenagers like around that 16 or 15 you're like level you need to just kind of be realistic with them give them the proper like advice and protection and stuff like that so right i'm with it uh, when college came around romero singing that song uh by kevin gates two phones i'm just just thinking with my dick (laughs) (laughs) nah dude i'm gonna uh what is it called fuck what was that mean girls quote what the coach Oh, don't have sex because you'll get pregnant and die. That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh, man. I forgot about that movie. Look at Romero. Quote in Mean Girls. What is this? Episode 9? Hey, it's it's called being... uh... Man, I can't even fucking think of the word now. It was just one of the movies I put on during Netflix and chill. And so afterwards, I watched the movie, so... Hey, there's a lot of watching if I remember the quote. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. For sure. But for sure. But anyways, yeah. I know on our story we said that like uh we wouldn't know much about that. And so we apologize if we didn't uh give you what you're looking for, but you know, we're still trying to learn. When we become experts, we'll definitely revisit this topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe there's like if there's any classes that we might need to take, or like any like you know educational on, videos, on, online webinars. Like we're down, you know, we're for their fans. <laughs> if I need to like get some type of certificate, like I'll I'll get it printed, you know, like we'll... it's like it's like getting CPR certified. <laughs> exactly. Hey, any certificate's a good certificate. Add that to the resume. You don't have to specify. True. True. Just say, hey, I'm. Uh, it was a human anatomy class, and uh, you know, it was just for, you know, learn about uh, parenthood and all that, and you know, it was just good for general knowledge. But <laughs> and then, boom! Next question, interviewer, and then by then, you know, you got the job. But anyways, we can move on to the next. The next question. I thought it was interesting. I didn't know what the context was, so I apologize. But another question that was asked was why not to become a software engineer 
So I know none of us are any software engineers. I know for my um, undergrad curriculum, there was a couple classes I took that had like computer programming, but it wasn't really necessarily, you know, software engineering. It was just more like the basics, like C++, C, a little bit of Java, but nothing like specifics is more about, you know, getting the output that you needed or running the tests that you needed. But I know for me that from what I've seen, like from other software engineers that I've worked with, or like friends that I know that have become software engineers, I think it's, you know, like obviously people say, you know, learn how to code, learn how to do this because, you know, it pays well. And obviously everything now with the world that we're in and technology, some type of software code is involved. But I know like it really is a grind in terms of like the hours that you put in, like, yeah, the pay might be worth it, but like you're constantly grinding like hours on hours on hours. Like one of my, family members he actually does that like as a, or he does that in his professional career but he also has like a hobby of trying to create something himself and like <clears throat> the times that we do meet up and like hang out like when he just says like like he, he he like he explains the concept and it's like okay yeah that makes sense he's all makes sense right he's all but imagine trying to get like whatever millions of lines of code to make it work <laughs> and it's just like one of those things where it just sounds rough man but I know for you, Romero, didn't, didn't you say you've been, I know you're like, you're just in the beginning stages, so I'm not saying you have to be an expert or, or you might be professional at this. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a professional. Like I said, I only took a couple of classes, but. Um, no, nah, dude, I'm far from that. I'm literally like a couple of lectures in. Um, yeah. Well, what prompted the interest though? Um, so. Uh, it's something that has been kind of pushed um a lot of people recently like now with a lot of opportunities of uh, working from home and stuff like that mm -hmm. um a lot of people are like hey get into tech hey get into tech get into tech I like the tech field <clears throat> and it's still not necessarily something that i want to do <clears throat> but at this point in age i feel like it's a skill that you kind of just need to have um like for data analysis what i'm what i'm trying to work on is more data analysis based it's okay not, it's not so like like i'm not trying to make a website or it's not like any programming or anything like that um it's just more being able to gather large amounts of data and being able to um process it and analyze it makes sense um, but it is also something that i'm picking up because believe it or not um in college i didn't have to use excel at a very high level oh damn <laughs> um because like i didn't have to take stats or anything like that um, yeah i went up to calc three i think um and then after that it was just like making graphs and stuff like that for labs nothing more than that um so it's also another way, another reason. It's like, hey, I'm slacking in Excel, so I'm going to kind of make up for it in this sense. Yeah, make a, basically like make a script and be able to find a way to input data and have the output of whatever yeah. analysis they're looking for. Yeah, um, but it's, it's confusing because um, you kind of really have to understand how the syntax works. Yep for you to understand how the syntax works you kind of have to understand the whole basics 
of the program. Um, <clears throat> so like, like I said, I'm barely like For a sure. couple lessons in because um, it's also hard to teach yourself. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. And, um, so like my, one of my friends, um, I'm going to name drop. Don't hate on me. Shout out hey, to Dan. I mean, it's your friend, so um, you do you, bro. He is a data analyst. Um, I think now he no. I think now he's going to be a data scientist if I get that correct. Um, but I kind of was speaking to him about it, and he's big brain dude. Um, his brain just works in a different way where all this just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave me a couple like courses to kind of try it here and there. Um, <clears throat> him and my cousin who's also doing something similar they sent me a pdf book but like trying to teach yourself these things is hard um so my dad and i found a course a free course and it's like uh six weeks or something like that and you have to do certain quizzes um and at the end you take a whole test and I'm guessing it's <clears throat> you have to write something like you have to write some sort of code. Yeah. Um, and if you pass it, you get a certificate at the end of it. So there you go. That's hey, like we said, that's get that certificate, I, man. <laughs> that's what I'm shooting for nowadays. I feel you. Yeah, I still. I mean, like I said, I don't know what curriculum is entailed with like actually getting your undergrad or whatever graduate degree in software engineering. But I know, like like you said, with software itself, there's so many different languages you have to learn. So, like, some of them, obviously, they're kind of interconnected. But, like, you literally have to learn a new language each time. So, you could be proficient at one thing, but, like, say you get a cool job opportunity and it's like, oh, damn, I meet all the criteria, but I don't have as much expertise. Yeah, like you said, you could teach yourself how to learn, but it's just one of those things where I feel like it's just, there's always something you have to adapt to. It's a grind for sure. Yeah, for no, sure. it definitely is a grind. But like you said, for those people that can understand it and like just make it work, not make it work, but like understand the the meaning behind it, those are the ones that are successful. Because like when I did it, like same thing, like I'd get a prompt to be like, ooh, get this and this and this is what your push should be. Like, All right, I can do it. And then the question's like, well, how did you do that? Or like, what's the meaning behind it? I'm like, Man, I couldn't tell you. I just know what <laughs> I know what buttons to push to get what I need to get, but I couldn't tell you like the actual logic you behind said, it. Print hello world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, exclamation that's interesting. Point, exclamation point. <laughs> One thing I was thinking about when you were talking, Austin, was like so like coding in general, I think yeah, Ramiro, you were talking about how like it's it's kind of like becoming essential in today's day and age with the whole like data analytics. Like yeah. and in almost any field, right? Like exactly. Let, like let's talk about your job. So like your job involves like so much, so much data, like to analyze, to like someone's over like seeing all of the activity that you guys do and like monitoring the the amount of medications that go in and out and who's at taking the pharmacy? what. And, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, at, at, like in the pharmacy, like everything. Austin, your job for sure. Um, and like it's just it's just the wave that we've taken like given like the whole information age uh one thing i was thinking about was like when you're talking about when people become like really good at it and not just are not not just like are memorizing certain codes to like put out a product or like do something for their boss or something like that those people usually have like a vision you know what i mean like they usually have not just the background knowledge and education 
but also like the vision to like exert their creativity and make something new. Like those are the people who actually end up uh, designing like a really great website or creating like something, a user interface for somebody or anything. Like this is super generic, but like if you like, if you remember like the social network and that, that mm-hmm. specific part of the movie where he's just like writing on the window um, he's just writing a bunch of like algorithms and then he just ends up going to the computer and starts writing a whole code to like rate uh, like how attractive someone is in their class. Like it, take, it took him literally like minutes to yeah. go from idea <laughs> to product. You know what I mean? Like it's just crazy the amount of like it also involves so much vision. Like you, there's obviously people who are just doing this for the sake of like doing it. Like there's a lot of people who who know that there's money in this field. And so they're probably doing it. And they're enjoying like the benefits and maybe they're not finding the most fulfillment. And I'm sure like, that's not everybody. Like, I'm sure that's maybe just a small select few, but a lot of people also, they're just, they're just, they have a knack for like, they have a knack for like the topic itself. And that's why they pick up on it really quickly. And they also have like creativity, like there's waiting to be unleashed. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like it also comes down to like your personality because I feel like people who really enjoy that type of job, are the people who really are like the nitty gritty about how things work. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I know I'm going to talk about Dan again. Um, (laughs) I think his thing is he really likes stats about sports. Okay. So like he really enjoys all those stats. If if like, if we, if you talk about like football, like um, what is it? Yards after catch or like, um, rushing attempts and then yards per carry, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I think he really enjoys one of those things. So it's, it's like, you have to be able to think that way. In my mind, I don't remember what I was, what I was asking my dad. Cause I was like, there is actually somebody going through stats or like going, probably going through like film and recording these stats of like yards after catch. You know, because it's like someone has to understand, hey, he caught it at the 20th or like at the 20 yard line and he got tackled or he was down on the 35th at the 35. Um, But like, that's not something that you usually see just in game. Like whenever I'm watching, it's not something that I think about. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, "Oh, damn, what a a play. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. First down. Woohoo. But. I just feel like your brain has to work a certain way. I'm not saying you can't do it if you um, don't think that way. I just think going back to Quran's, it's like it's not just the vision, but I also think you kind of have to be able to process things in a certain manner for you to also be successful in that type of field. Exactly. Yeah. So like going back to the question, though, so like why not? become a software engineer like right now i think it's probably a really hot field like i know two of my cousins actually moved here from india like with within the last two or three years or so and they're both in that in that field and like it's actually provided a lot of jobs for like immigrants like them to come here like on a work visa Mm -hmm. i know that there's a lot of people like in the united states who are like who are americans and like already who are getting into the field as well like there's it's just a huge field and what i fear with that type of like here's the thing though like i don't actually fear it becoming saturated i won't say that i think like more so because of how because of how big it is like it's i don't actually foresee this becoming like any kind of like 
like a deficiency or deficit of like software engineers in the future, just because like it kind of, we kind of run the whole country runs on this type of like career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it might be like a very good career to get, like get into. I mean, you hear of like teenagers who know how to code by the age of like 12 or 13, just because like they have like random coding books around or like we're not sponsored, but like Skillshare, Skillshare. I watched a few videos like from Skillshare like, as to like how to code and like they have a bunch of good stuff, but coding is like a huge topic on that website it's basically like um where you pay like a subscription either yearly or monthly and you get to just learn like there's a bunch of like teachers on there who make videos and do courses and stuff like that but yeah so there like there's just so many resources by which you can learn how to do something like that that it's probably a very good field to go into obviously none of us are software engineers but austin's a biomedical engineer and ramirez getting into that kind of like <laughs> coding as a hobby but uh yeah it's a great it's probably a really great time to either do that on the side or yeah maybe delve into it and it's that's the thing it'll be like my last comment on this but i think even you don't need to even become like a software engineer at this point like like you said there's so many resources and different avenues that you can take to actually still be in the field they want around software where you don't even need to have like a degree in software engineering itself you know because like you said there's so many people that are just well knowledge or they have a lot of knowledge and just can apply themselves where a lot of companies are like yeah i mean a degree is nice but like if you can show me what you can do then like let's get it done kind of thing you know so how what, how what do you sorry go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> i mean i was gonna say like how truthful if that makes sense like how honest do you think that statement is in the uh, sense of like hey maybe you didn't do so well in school but like you can show me this project and i can see the talent so might as well i i'll give I, you the opportunity i think you definitely do need certifications and some kind of accreditations but like you don't necessarily need to be a degree especially like for startup companies and stuff like that you know they don't care they just want people to put put down some code and like get it up and running kind of thing you know yeah. obviously like with bigger companies and like more established where like you know they have like just a, a strong organizational structure then yeah they definitely would want a degree because that's just kind of like a minimum requirement and can, can yeah. be a way to weed out people but in some cases and yeah definitely some type of like i said certification is obviously still key so i i know we've already all graduated we have already went through the ups and downs of the college experience um now that you look back on it would you say it's worth it it's crazy like i was actually <laughs> gonna i was gonna ask the same exact question like what is this what is the strength of a degree right when you can, exactly when you have, like, like when you have careers like like coding where you can just instead of having a degree you can come back with a straight up like product that you created like no i don't need i don't need a degree in order to like show the world that i'm valued and i can be employed or i can have my own company uh i think like mr beast who's like a really popular youtuber he went on joe rogan's podcast and was like giving the whole rundown of his like how come his up. youtube channel started yeah he, he's like i don't even know how many subscribers like i'll look it up in a second how many subscribers he has on youtube now but basically what he said was he would like go to the community college because his mom forced him to like go to the community college if he wanted to live in his house and live in their house so he yeah. would go 
not go to class, just stay in his car and like work on videos um, <laughs> instead of going to class. And then one day he got caught for like skipping so many classes um, that he ended up, he ended up like his mom ended up telling him like, you got to move out. And then that around that same time, his, he had a YouTube video, like his first YouTube video shot up and like went to like make him $20,000. So he was like, all right, I'm leaving then. Um, but they, basically, yeah, see ya. But to he answer has your question, ninety two point nine million follow or Damn. subscribers Jeez. on on his uh, on his main channel. Good. He has another. Yeah, I'm assuming he has another channel. He has another another five channels. Gosh. <laughs> and they yeah. each have over five million. Oh my goodness! And he has like products now. He has like chocolate. He sells like a bunch of crap. He sells burgers too. He's got his own burgers. <laughs> oh, that's true. He, he had burgers first. Exactly. Uh, but to you answer your question though. It's not for everybody. Like, it's definitely not for everybody. Like, it's, I mean, for example, if you're looking at Mr. Beast, he's like a, he's like a very, he's like a very small, very like percentage of people who are like pursuing this kind of like, I'm going to make something myself and make, make my own career out of it. Like, obviously you you have to be extraordinary and you have to be very lucky in order for that to happen too. But I think I agree with Austin to an extent, like there's still huge value (laughs) in certification and degrees and like institutional approval like all of that still matters especially for like i think for us who are like brought up in this country i think that it especially matters for us actually no i would say it, it matters more for people who are outside if they don't have like that extraordinary product who are outside but, coming in yeah for sure yeah because they need it they have like to prove themselves they have to like prove themselves even more than us you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think like um yeah they're still right now they're still like a huge level of importance when it comes to like degrees and certifications but i yeah. mean I'm, I'm saying that coming from like a medical ex- like perspective yeah. too for us like it's that's... all about numbers it's all about degrees it's all about <laughs> test scores like that's all people look at i mean that... obviously a- after that they look at who you are as a person but they're not gonna they're not gonna care about you until you have certain that, letters that's... next to your name and numbers oh, i yeah, still no, think no, that's, that's messed what i was up, gonna though. say <laughs> Why is it messed up, Romero? I just think it comes from a place. It comes for, or <clears throat> it all comes like down to privilege. Privilege. I knew you were going to say yeah. that, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I agree. I agree um, because like you said, it is a lot harder for someone who is um, on the outside coming over here or something like that. So like, <clears throat> I know, especially in like the medical field or the science field, like in my opinion, like, our 20s to our 30s, just do whatever the hell you want. Have fun and enjoy it. Like, I'm not too worried about what my life is going to be like when I'm 28. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out once I'm 28, mm-hmm. you know? Um, <clears throat> but, like, when, the only reason I, I say that is because I was thinking about, like, oh, hey, maybe I should go do my master's in Europe. Um, all right okay but because i want to stay somewhere in the science field um it is a lot harder to get those types of degrees um certified or validated once you come back yeah yeah you know which like i said i i don't necessarily agree with because we don't have the best education system here in the first place yeah. so first like why are you to judge my degree 
for example, if I go study in Germany or if I go and study in Spain, like I might have the same exact certifications and I might have the same exact um, knowledge, but just because I'm coming from somewhere else, hey, those two years I just did, they might not count. You know, like, I agree with you. Like, we definitely don't have the best education system. Like, there's so much evidence to prove that other countries do, especially, like, in Europe. But even Canada, I would say. But, like, um, okay, so I met, in my previous job, I met a a lady who, and obviously she's one. I've met several who actually, like, are here practicing medicine, too. But I met one who was working with me in, like, a COVID-19 response unit, but she was working as a nurse, but she was a doctor who got her, who went to medical school in Pakistan. And like the amount of like clinical, like knowledge that she had just like in her head, like was astounding. Like it was crazy. Like I've never met someone who could just think of things so clinically and quickly, like on their feet without even like, uh, without even thinking about it. Like she was just so well-trained, but obviously like you need to have, you need to have like certification. You need to pass your board exams to even get your license to like practice medicine in the United States. And that exam is super tough to take. And so like I met another one who I used to volunteer with for like, we would give, we would, we would provide health care for like the homeless population, right. In San Antonio. And she was from Mexico and same thing. Like she was, she was, she already had her, like she was a doctor by degree in like by going to medical school in Mexico, but she could not get uh, her license until very recently. So that's really good for her. But like for those couple of years that I was volunteering with her, she was unable to practice or go to, uh, to find a residency, which is for like your train, your paid training essentially before mm-hmm. you become like a solo doctor. So yeah. the thing is like to do that, you have to take this really, really tough like board exam. That's like seven hours long and like scored just ridiculously hard. And so like, Obviously, if English is not your first language, you know how much like of a disadvantage you're at. Like it's exactly, crazy. it's a lot harder. It's crazy. Like she's not taking the same test I am. Like for sure, she's not. She might have the same, or I mean, she might have way better clinical like knowledge than me when I end up having to take that exam. But she's at such a, and that's what I told her. I was like, honestly, like I have, I have trouble reading, and I English is like I was, I was brought up like speaking English, like but to like I don't know how to, to like tack, yeah, literally to tackle those types of like. I think a lot of people know. Like you guys know what I'm talking about, like those standardized tests, like how they have like essays you got to read before you're like, you know, Man, if you're a good yeah. reader, yeah, it, like if you're a good reader, you're automatically like you can be as smart as you want, but if you're not a good reader, you're at a disadvantage. Like that's how I'm the MCAT was. For me. Yeah, yeah, me too. It takes me forever, and I'm like sitting there like focused on something else while they're trying to like tell me something. Like Dude, you're at such to, a disadvantage. I have to read the passage like three times, but it's timed, so I can't do yeah. it. Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying I have like an alternative or anything. Like, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, just give us all like unlimited time. Like, obviously, like they're trying, they're, sure. they're trying to weed people out. They're trying to like, I mean, that's the whole point, right? If you suck at something, like get good at, like I get it. I had to take the MCAT three times. I get it. But like at the same time, it's like if you can make it fair to everybody, um, like try, I guess. But you're right. I don't agree with. True. Like, I don't think our education ed- education system is the best, but it's also not reflective of like producing. Uh, exactly the most competent people in any industry i'm just giving you the medical side of it yeah i I guess go ahead oh no i was just gonna answer your original question of whether a degree would be worth it but if you think we should move on you can you can add it no 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 no. go ahead i was i was gonna we were talking about education systems and i was gonna say something that literally just happened a couple days ago but 
answer the question. Okay. No, I, I think like Karan said, it just depends on what field you are trying to pursue where it does matter. Um, and it does make the degree worth it. Obviously, there are some degrees and stuff that, no offense, they do not matter for whatever <laughs> you're trying to do. So they don't do, do it. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, like you said, not college isn't for everybody. So if, if you really, whatever your reason may be, like don't force it because it's not going to be worth it to you in the end. Because if you, if college isn't for you, then you're going to be accruing all this debt but you're not actually obtaining the knowledge because you're just trying to do it just to say you did it, but you're not actually doing it because you care about it. And then it takes yeah. the value away. Mm-hmm. And then the second point is like, I know with some companies, like in order to move up, it is fundamental to have like a degree or, or even have, you know, a higher degree, like a master's. And so that's where it also becomes uh more valuable in that sense, you know, depending on, like it says, whatever career path you're trying to choose or what field you're in, like that's where it does bring value. But like you said, it's not like all or nothing. Like if you don't have a degree, then you're screwed. It's just, it really just depends on where you're trying to go. And that's the thing I know some people, like they said, it's like, how do you expect me to know at it as an 18 year old, what I want to do with my life. I just graduated high school. Like, and you're going to be throwing me into making a, a lifelong decision. Exactly. <laughs> when I just became a legal adult in the United States. And so, I get it. It's just, it's all, like you said, it's a, it's a timing thing. I know like there's these pressures from society that make you feel like you have to be on a certain timeline and like knock out these certain life milestones based I off feel, your age. But I feel like they're cultural pressures though. Like yeah, different cultures have different timings of things. Um, Man, it's like, bro, it's like, fuck that. Fuck the, fuck the cultural pressures. Fuck the ones you get from school. Like, it's okay first of all yeah bro let's school. drink at 16 you know? yes literally. yeah yeah give like, me a thick pack of cigs you know uh, <laughs> i'm kidding like, that's people, how they do it in europe <laughs> they do actually they probably do it younger there in europe but, yeah, like 10, 10 years would... old <laughs> hey, yo, too. no 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 austin all right no i'm talking about smoking i'm talking about smoking cigarettes yeah, yes we know that's what you're talking about <laughs> Oh. What, what else? Are the, what, what else were you talking about? Bro? I was like, "What am I?" I wasn't like saying anything like because what hard drugs or whatever, you know. <laughs> but anyways, what was I saying? Sorry, and I was just saying like, okay, first of all, like people would ask me because I was a very poor like high school student. Like when it comes to academics, I don't know if you guys know this, but I was like not a good student when it comes to like high school. I would just play tennis for like four hours a day, hang out with you guys. I wouldn't do anything else. Like it was, it was. I'm not saying that other people have to be like that. I'm just like it's. It's, I mean, if it's not even like I wasn't trying all the time. I would try. I just wasn't good at it. And then in college, like I got a little bit better at it, but it was more me just discovering things about myself, what I'm good at, that, what I'm bad at, what I like what to do. That's what college is for. Yeah, it's not, it's not for like, okay, yeah. I'm going to go into my freshman year. I'm going to take every single science class I can take because I know that if I do it now that I won't have to do it in the summer and I won't have to do it next year. Like if you're going in with that mindset, you're not you're going you're in gonna, with like tunnel you're going in with tunnel you're vision maybe burnt out you're gonna get burnt out and you don't even know what you want to do yet unless you unless you have so many like outlets to like discover what you've already wanted to do and you know for sure like of course there's people like that too but most of the time people usually don't know until they put their feet into like that that field unless they see someone do what they want they think they sure. want to do um and so like i think yeah just that's that is i think we're getting better though as a culture to like redefine yeah to accept and to redefine like what college is for a lot of people now like 
a lot of people are saying college is useless. Like I wouldn't go that far to say like it's useless, but I would say like it's not exactly what people thought it was meant to be, which is like, okay, get my degree and get a job. Like, you know how many people either drop out of college or don't end up getting a job after they have a degree? Like it's insane. Like, don't don't think of it as like, okay, it's this and then I get a job. Like, okay, obviously for most people it works out like that. But if you approach it, like if people approach it as I'm going to learn a few things about myself and then maybe use this to like gear towards what I think I want to do rather than like, okay, this is going to give me everything. And if I do everything, just exactly how people tell me to do it, I'm going to get to like this destination. It's just not how it works, you know? And then there's even people like, like you said that they do their degree, they get a job, but then like after a year, they're like, damn, I really don't want to do this. And then they basically, they don't start over, but like they start over in terms of their professional career. Like, yes, their mm-hmm. degree still might help them get something else, but, like, say, oh, I'm doing, I don't know. Yeah, you're the... I'm like, doing finance, take- but now I want to do engineering. Or, that's not a good analogy, but you know what I mean? Kind of like the same thing. Yeah, like, just you, something yeah. completely different, but they there discovered was, it too late. Exactly. There was a guy in my, uh, in one of my classes, I think it was, like, advanced genetics or something like that, um, my senior year, and this dude we were introducing ourselves and he was like hey so i already graduated but i was dumb enough to get a degree in communications (laughs) and i graduated and i couldn't get a job so now i'm back here to do like biology or some shit like that and i was like bro more school for you no thank you like we said not all degrees are uh worth it (laughs) and and if you don't want to go to college don't go to college. You can hustle. Make your money. Just the only thing I can tell you guys is do not follow Gary V. <laughs> Why, bro? That mofo annoys the hell out of me. Can you do a good impression of him or nah? No, I can't. <laughs> the only the only impressions I can do is, hey, bro, you got $3? Invest those $3 in some baseball cards and you'll get $6 back. <laughs> Like, okay, who cares? Like, I don't need six dollars. Let me play devil's advocate then. So, like, because I know we're talking about like cultural pressure, we're talking a little bit about uh, like the pressure from within college itself. Like, what do you say to the people who are like, okay, because here's the thing the grass is always greener on the other side. Like, I'll say that much. I feel like when you're in college and you're not finding like any kind of meaningfulness in what you're doing, like, obviously, you're like, what am I doing here? I need to switch up my degree, or like, am I even the right place? But but what if you're what if you're working a job and you're not in college because you're like, oh, I'll go to college next year. All right. And like, it's just something that you think, you know, you need to do, but you end up just like working every year and every week. And next year, you're like, you're just working more because I have a friend like that, too. Where it's like, OK, I'm going to go to college, but it just <laughs> seems to never get to that point because you don't place enough emphasis on it. And then you're stuck in stagnation on that side, too. Right. Yeah. Like I said, it just depends on what you want to do or where you want to go, because eventually there is. Can become a point where you're like not stuck but like you said w- what's left in terms of growth it also mm-hmm. takes a lot of dedication to go like to start it up again true like, yeah it's it's not something easy to like oh hey i already graduated high school or i already graduated college i'm gonna take a year off and then i'll go straight into master into like my my master's or mm-hmm. uh med school or whatever it is in the situation like if you don't stay in that regiment of being a student compared to being in the real world like in the like uh, just working they're completely different worlds 
Like, sure. I know I know you, Karan, study all day because you need to study all day. But if you sit me down and you're like, hey, study with me, I would be able to clock in max an hour and then I would need to take, take a break. You put on the headphones, start playing league. Or so, some something random. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even know if, if it's like attention span because, I mean, if you – put something on for me like my video or if you make me read or something like that yeah i can stay on task but if it's studying i can't force myself to do it you know like okay that's it's really interesting you bring that up because i honestly it sounds crazy but like i'm the same way as you because so i like i've had problems with that growing up like big time Every single time I was like, okay, if, if someone were to tell me like a read a page of something, like I really wouldn't be able to tell you what I just read because I was either focused on like the picture in the corner or like the font or like something like that. I wouldn't be able to actually like, focus on what I needed to focus and get that out of me, like to study or to mm-hmm. read or something like that. Like I'm with you. But I will say like when it's all you have in your life to do, like, you know, because for me, like obviously like studying medicine is not easy and it's not uh exactly like the most relaxing thing to do in your life like you're basically occupied for like 80 hours a week just to study or to go to the hospital or do something like or like get out and and like you know make your make yourself stand out in some sort of way because that's the type of industry it is but the thing is i don't have kids i don't have uh i don't have a job i don't have problems with like putting food on the table because they, the government just gives me loans that I have to pay back later. <laughs> these are all like, you, you know what I mean? Quotation like, marks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, these are all things that I feel like, I feel like put pressure on people to, like I live in a, in a sense, like I live in a very like one dimensional world. Like this is all I know. This is all I have to do. And therefore I have no excuse. You know what I mean? Like for, for you, you have a job. You're trying to like do a couple other things like you, are saving up for this or like you have bills to pay like someone else has this many things to do like when it comes to that that's like a completely different ball game you know like when your parents are not paying for your tuition and when you're racking up the loans or when you're trying to like pay for the electricity bill or something like that and you just can't afford it like these are all pressures that probably also affect the way you're able to like study or do something like that so i think that probably makes it easier for me but it also feeds into like okay if i know that this is the one thing that i need to do then i will find every avenue to like get good at it like, yeah, like you need to do my, your best in it. yeah for sure yeah yeah I'll, I'll learn how to do it like i definitely had a rough not a rough start but like uh a start with a lot of room for improvement and then i just like i was like okay well if i see that you know, this is what this person does and this is what this person does and it helps them and this didn't help me, then I'm going to just adapt, like see what, what is going to help me. But I don't have to worry about anything else. So that, that kind of um, what makes me ask you. So you know how like earlier we were talking about how college is like where you kind of get to know yourself a little bit more. Um, have you experienced a similar amount of growth from like, undergrad to med school like did, did med school kick in a second gear to where you're like oh shit i didn't even realize this before mm, yeah yeah in a lot of ways yes and no so like undergrad like kind of what i was talking about earlier that you guys agreed with was like was where you're you discover your interests right mm-hmm. like you discover like your interests like here's here are the type of people who actually gravitate towards here's the type of like energy i want to be around 
here's the type of like environment I really love. And here's what I'm good at. Here's what I'm not good at. Here's what I love to do. Here's what I love not love to do. Like, I don't have any of that when it comes to med school. Because like for med school, there's a lot of things where you don't have a choice. I'm like, okay, say you really don't <laughs> like pathology. What are you going to do? Go fail your exam? No, like you're, you're going you're gonna to force yourself to like, right. one thing I, one piece of advice I took from, uh, I don't really know if it was from a book or something, but it was like, say you just really suck at something. You got to convince your brain to think that something is the most interesting thing in the world. That's the only way you're going to like get good at something you're not really a fan of. But with respect to like learning about myself, like I learned a lot about myself, like, like the amount I can put on my plate when it comes to med school. Like I can, I've learned that I can handle a lot. And what I thought used to be like busy for me is definitely not busy for me. Like I learned a lot about time management. Yeah. Learned about, about, you know, how much sleep I actually. I was just about to say that. So I learned I can only need three, three hours of sleep yeah. for seven days. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. you know, five liters of water per day and granola and I'm I good think, to go. <laughs> yeah, literally. I learned, I learned how many calories I need a day, like a very bare minimum. I learned how to somehow squeeze in a workout or something like that. But I think like growth, like, see, that's, that's growth as a person, like learning to test yourself and like push yourself to the limit and like how to adjust. Like those are all definitely like growth. But I would say like for undergrad, what was enjoyable about it was like there wasn't the life or death like okay i i can't i literally can't squeeze this in or otherwise i'm going to like yeah it, it wasn't a huge me. pressure it's just like hey, whatever. yeah yeah and like that was great because like i was uh, one semester like i bought a camera i was like okay I, like I'll, i was working part-time so i i bought a camera and i was like okay you know what this is gonna be a hobby for me i was like okay this is actually kind of fun and i'm kind of good at it and i love editing photos like these this was just something i was like okay i felt like doing it became an interest and now it's like okay i'm actually I actually like doing this and I'm kind of good at it. Like you had the freedom to just explore things about yourself that you never knew. Uh, like organizations, you could join whatever organization you want that had nothing to do with medicine and you could just learn and meet people there. So there's like some, there's, it's a wider scope, right? It's just, sure. you're not limiting yourself to something. And so like, that's a difference. It's like for med school, it's all about like, for me, when it comes to growth, it's more about how am I going to squeeze this many things in and how am I going to remain like a sane individual for Same college individual. It was, yeah for college it was a lot like damn i really learned like okay i'm a leader i can i'm a good order like I'm, i can speak in front of people i can take photos i can do this that whatever these are just things these are like foundational things right like you can't even get into like med school you can't even you can't even go out into the public and do things like work jobs stuff like that without those foundational things mm -hmm. to about yourself and that's why that's why i do think like Maybe it's not so much college. Like maybe it's not like it's not like I learned these things from a professor, but I learned it from like the people I was around, right? Like the role models I had. It's it's like that, that setting, so. yeah. I think college yeah, is like, obviously you put in a position where other people are same thing trying to How did you chase do the it, goal dreams and goals in a sense? I know it sounds cheesy, but like you know what I mean? Like it's a whole thing of the people you surround yourself with, that's most likely who you're gonna end up becoming. How did you terms. guys do it then? Like how did you get into like the like how did you go from cause like people for, for our listeners like austin from all three of us austin got like the best grades he's really humble so he won't say it but like he's he was definitely like the brightest out of all Nerd. those three yeah he really was like <laughs> he was he was like top three or whatever in the class so he was really he was really brilliant and like so how did you kind of navigate through like did you like meet people did you, was it like the i i know you met some of your lifelong best friends in college like that's true i think that's true um, for same thing with you, Ramiro, like your swimming teammates, like, was it the people, how did you guys get to like, discover these things about yourself? Well, I first like to add, there's a takeaway I had earlier 
and if this is the one takeaway any of our listeners had, is that Karan said he was not a good, very good high school student, and he was bad at tests. He didn't get bad grades, but he just wasn't really good in general. But look where he is now. He's in med school, becoming a doctor. So, hey, there's hope. There is hope. Yeah, if I can Anybody do it, you can do it. it. You can no, not even that. It, yeah. Not even saying it as a dig. I'm just saying, hey, look, like like you said, it's not like you have to be perfect the whole way you get you get there, you know. But yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think to I'm answer, still not by the way. Well, yeah, yeah. But obviously, you know, you're you're pursuing your goals. You make it. You make it. Yeah. I think to, so. To answer your question of how I I guess navigated or adjusted, I think for me, like you said, freshman or you didn't say this, but like freshman year for me anyways it was very molding in the sense of like like you said I I did do well throughout high school and um with grades and tests but then like when you get to college you're like oh damn there's like a whole lot of more people smarter than me like now I feel like I'm the dumbest one here and it's not like an ego check but it's more like you have to push yourself even harder and like so like going back to the topic of like studying I had to like learn how to study. I know that sounds like really like cocky, but like I didn't really study in high school. So, I mean, not that y'all probably had to study either, but you know what I mean? So basically like I had to get bad grades like in freshman year to really have a wake up check and a reality check or whatever, wake up call. My bad, I, I mixed those, but to really reality understand call. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, how, like, it was, like I said, it was more one of those things where it was a wake up, call <laughs> I, I don't know why i want to mix them it's a wake-up call but also like also a time where i had to come to a decision like okay what do i want to do not necessarily like do i want to drop out of college but like do i need to change majors do i need to do something different like within myself or do i need to like start being on campus more different stuff like that you know come decisions where you're saying like okay i'm clearly lacking and, and i'm not like thriving how i'd want to be thriving what do i need to do to change that and so that helped on like an academic standpoint. Um, just people, like you said, just the people around you, and just also my bad grades. Now I didn't like fail anything, but there were a couple times where like I had to have some uh, long conversations with professors, so I didn't fail. <laughs> At least let just, me just freshman semester. But go ahead. Let me ask you. So like obviously, you had a you had to turn that around like after that first semester of in you got you ended up doing really well and now you're in like the biomedical engineering field so what are like a couple of the, the things or like habits you implemented to like turn it around just like quick things like like for example me one thing that really helped me when I, str- I struggled in my first semester of college too as well as like my sophomore year um, but like something as simple as like making to-do lists or like just yeah. knocking off like things I know I need to do that I'll forget that I need to do that really helped me. That was like a cheat code for me. So, like, do you have anything like that? Yeah, I mean, kind of along the same lines is like having a a, a a calendar for the whole semester and have like your key dates, not like every day's like homework assignment, but just like the key dates. Okay, have tests on these days, project doing this, you know it's there's a holiday this weekend so like i might not have have enough time so it was more of just actually like scheduling and having like that bigger picture look and not just kind of like before in high school you'd be like oh what i have to do this week all right let's knock it out it's like okay take it semester by semester at first you know and kind of organize and then make your time work when when you have time and so like when it came to like studying another tip would be for me is 
to definitely isolate myself. Not isolate myself. I know we kind of talked about it before with studying rooms and stuff like that, but like definitely I would need to put myself in a studying situation. Like if I came home, because I commuted like throughout my whole college career. So like if I came home, I know I wouldn't study, not just because there's necessarily distractions, but like just that I was home. Like I was here to chill. Normally during high school, I'd come home to chill, hang out with friends. Mm -hmm. Obviously I do homework, but it wasn't like it's a place where I had to like submerse myself in the content of whatever I'm trying to study. And so like it'd just be stuff as finding study spots on campus or even going to coffee shops. Like, you know, the stuff that sounds like cliche, but just for me, it worked in terms of actually being intentional and being like, okay, like I'm like, for instance, if I had two classes in the morning and then that was it for the day, it's like, no, I'm not going to go home today because most likely I'm going to like take a nap or like play video games. It's like, no, it's time to stay here on campus, knock out, like have kind of have like checkpoints. Like I need to study at least three lectures today or whatever it may be. And then like, I'll be content and I can have like the rest of the night to like take a break, decompress. So it was just kind of like, like you said, finding those points where you had a balance, but also not like overdoing it for yourself. Like you said, you found that you find what you can handle, what you can't handle in terms of like your plate, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, whatever you define that as, but I'd say that. Yeah. And then I, I think lastly, I would add socially, like I said, I did, I did commute. So that was very tough. Like I know a lot of people made friends <clears throat> by being in dorms and stuff like that like at least to start off with and then you kind of meet more people as you get involved in organizations and clubs but like for me like i said freshman year i i wasn't necessarily intentional on like joining clubs because same thing i commuted and so i was like i don't want to go to a club meeting at 7 p.m because i'm already gonna be home by then eating you know a free dinner as opposed to being on campus and having to buy dinner or like wait till i get home to eat and then it's just like like i said I had a lot of excuses in my head so like for me I don't even know what caused me to do it, but that's when I actually started like looking at um, rushing like fraternities and stuff. And so I looked at uh, ETD. There's like two different kinds. There's like the interfraternity council. So that's kind of like the social fraternities, you know, that you'd see like at other bigger schools. Cause like at UTD, there wasn't any campus housing like for fraternities or sororities. So it was more of just like you'd have a, a room like a classroom to have your meetings in, but that was it. That was like your only space. <clears throat> so anyways, there, and then there was like multicultural. So it was just that it was kind of based off of, you know, uh, I can't remember the names, but like if there's like, you know, all Latin one kind of thing or, you know, African-American or like just different stuff like that. Um, so I kind of looked at both avenues. And so it was one of those things where like, I didn't force it, but I was like, the more I started like having conversations with, um, throughout that process like kind of putting myself out there you know because the same thing like like obviously I get along with y'all but it, I'm not like necessarily the person just to go and make five friends like just on, over the week and like nothing kind of thing you know so it took a lot for me to put myself out there and eventually like, like sounds cheesy but you know I found like a good fit in terms of like just the people I actually met with and it wasn't like for the for the status of saying I was in a fraternity, but more of like the friendship and like bonds. And like, it definitely helped me meet people that I wouldn't have met based off of like my major itself as well. And so um, that definitely helped kind of grow me in that sense and see like other interests as well, because like in the engineering school, you know, there's constantly stressed people and some of my fraternity brothers, you know, they're in business school. And so like, I wouldn't ever see them if it wasn't like for my fraternity. 
and then you kind of see their perspective like oh yeah i did like i did my coloring pages you know and i got the rest of the week off um and it's like oh damn i guess life is kind of nice in college you know you know what i mean i'm messing but anyways I'll, yeah it's uh... i think it's like it's really important <laughs> no, no no that's that's such a good point like you need people outside of your field like to just kind of ground you bring you back to real life because mm -hmm. especially like for me like i like i have you guys but other than you guys i'm not i'm not in touch with anybody else like on a daily basis from let's say like high school or even college yeah um but like that that's it's so important because like i said you can get really stuck into like tunnel vision where mm -hmm. all you see every day all day every day is just medicine like you look at someone and like they're studying what you're studying like for me <laughs> for me like i invited so i invited some friends over last friday we had like a mario kart night and like, like food and drinks and, like all that stuff so it, it was really fun because yeah, we had an exam fun. on friday too um so we like rule number one was like i mean I, obviously i didn't say like rule number one as people entered my apartment <laughs> but i kind of like gave off the impression like you know what like we're here to just have a good time we're, we're really not going to talk about the exam today even though like we spent you know all day every single day for the last two weeks studying for this like we're not going to talk about the exam we're not talking yeah. we're not going to talk about like chest pain and like how we just had a lecture over that and like this exam and that exam Prost like prostate this, exams yeah. for no 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 Pro prostates <laughs> prostates we're allowed to talk about like if it comes to when it comes to prostate and ramiro we're allowed to talk about it at all times but, like all the <laughs> no. other stuff like chest pain uh all the other exams we had to do like we're just not going to talk about it because you know you can get stuck in there it's like a it's, you just perpetuate this like medical jargon all the time like dude you're you're a normal human being just let's play mario kart like just go fucking choose toad and get choose the right tires or whatever and let's just go race on uh what's it what's that map called rainbow road let's rainbow go road. rainbow road Dang, bro. yeah you're supposed We're to have you're about... supposed to do a track that takes off distress not adds to it and then we chill bro it's like we did the four course thing where it's like you go on freaking donkey kong's map and bowser's map and you end up on rainbow road last yeah, yeah anyway yeah, so yeah you. it's just important like it's just important to like kind of like you said like you need you need friends outside of like what you do um sometimes you know like it, it doesn't have to be like an everyday thing but you need like i have you guys to just talk about normal stuff with and i have like my friends at school who i can rant about medicine with you know so it's just important to like you guys bring that other side of life to me but anyways um so ramir i wanted to ask well, you, i'm like, glad to hear that like, shut the hell up. i'm ramir, serious I that was you. even sarcastic i know uh, i'm always sarcastic but that was a sincere uh, sentiment so i appreciate it thank you yeah i appreciate that uh but anyways ramiro so like same thing for bitch. you yours was, yours was <laughs> <laughs> ramiro, yours was a little different because you moved way far away so like i moved to san antonio austin state in dallas but you moved to Missouri, well we're this, so, like, you were you were what six hours and i was six hours yeah, but you're in a different state. It's different. You're in a different state. Yes. And my parents moved too. So I was still close. I was two hours away from my parents. You were six hours away from your parents. So like I think that stuff matters too. But like what, what kind of got you through and you had a you had an interesting like a few years in college too. So like what kind of got you through it and like what what are the things you discovered about yourself, especially? <sighs> <laughs> too much is what I discovered. Way too much. Um it was a very, it was a reality check um, in the sense of mental health for me more than mm -hmm. anything. Um, I like I, I did well my first year. I did well my second year. Uh, well, first semester of second year, and then I kind of hit a slump. Um, 
I had a slump and then I didn't do so well one year or one semester. And then I decided, Hey, I got to, um, go back. Like I got to go back home, take a, take a semester for myself, um, and kind of figure out what I want to do, what I need to do kind of better myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and kind of a mental state more than anything. Um, I had, I mean, a lot of my close friends are from college. I mean, you guys are the only two friends that I still have that are from high school, um, more than anything. Um, so it's, it's not to say that I didn't have like a support system or something like that. Um, all my friends that I currently still talk to or, um, or even my friends who are in Europe or something like that, that I don't necessarily communicate as often. Um, I know they'll always be there for me. Um, so it was just more of, um, Hey, can I, can I do this? Hey, do I want to do this type of check? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of stress with regards to swimming too. Um, I know a lot of people put a lot of emphasis. Uh, if like, Oh, Hey, I'm a student athlete. I got to juggle all these things. Um, yes, I agree with that, but that doesn't mean that anybody else's experience is any different than yours. Um, so just because I was a student athlete, I'm not going to use that as an excuse to say that I was more stressed than anybody else that it, like I got to that point that I did. Um, but it was that semester that I took off was like a huge reality check for me. I kind of rebooted in a sense. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about myself. It, the experiences that Karan was talking about um, that he learned um, kind of like who he was as a person, um, what he enjoyed, um, the group of people that he wanted to be around. It was something that I kind of forced myself to learn the semester that I wasn't in school. So then when I went back to school, I can make those adjustments and I can go back to kind of where I was before. Um, But it, it is another reason why, if we go back to kind of the beginning of the episode, why I do think that college is kind of overrated um, in the sense of, hey, I got my degree. Um, I'm qualified enough because you said earlier that uh, for your first semester, you kind of didn't do so well. So you noticed that you weren't the smartest one out of the group, kind of like what you were used to in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also see the other side. You like see the side of like holy the struggle. Shit. Hold, no, no. Like you see the side of you see the side of like holy shit, this dude is smart. Oh yeah. Or you get the holy shit, my group mate, like my uh, the other person in my group is fucking stupid. <laughs> you know. Um, and I still get that. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking like personally or anything like that. No, uh, I know what you mean. Um, you're talking about Quran, right? Yeah. The three of us. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's why, that's why for me, college was a lot more of a learning experience, which is why if anybody asks me, I'm like, Hey, like, if you want to go, go, if you don't, don't like, I'm not going to pressure you to be like, Hey, yo, of course, 
I do have a belief that you kind of need a degree to survive. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also have the um, thoughts of college is more of a learning experience of growth for yourself. Uh, We had, you know how you said you kind of had the like first class or that class in your freshman year to where it kind of just like ease you into how college is. Yeah. We had something similar, but it was specifically for academics. Um, So it was like one class that had like specific topics. So like my topic was evil leaders. Um, And like throughout the semester, we kind of learned how to um, read and analyze books. We kind of learned how to uh, write papers. We started off with smaller papers, one, three, five, 10 pages, et cetera. Um, and my professor, the first time, we, the first class we got there, he was like, okay, so why are you guys in college? And you know, all of us 18 years old, we're like, hey, we're here to be successful. We're here to learn a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, every single time anybody of us, like any of us would say something, he would always be like, wrong, wrong wrong and we were like what it was like you're here to better yourself and to understand yourself and as an 18 year old i was like man that's a bunch of bullshit <laughs> i'm here to get my degree and i'm out of here but uh shout out jt those are uh dr john taylor charles john taylor yeah john taylor because there was a charles taylor too um you sure he yeah he uh he was the one that, well, now that I look back at it, I'm like, man, this is actually right. Um, but, I mean, I don't even know if I really answered your question, but that's what I'm going to say. I feel you. It makes sense. I mean, I know I wasn't the one that asked the question, but I, I, it, I was able to follow. For, for, for me, it wasn't necessarily more of academics. Like, I didn't have, since mine was a lot more mental, I didn't have anything to where, like, hey, I'm going to get up and have a checklist. You know, for me, it was more of like, hey, do I feel like I'm going to do anything today? Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to do nothing. Um, But like I said, it was more of a self-reflection time for me. A very costly self-reflection time. (laughs) (laughs) But But I came out of it with friends. I came out of it with a degree and with knowledge. So, I mean, win-win for me. Do you have Dang. like, do you have like things you did though, like to help you reflect a little bit more? Like sometimes you can get lost. I, I like for me, it's like, yeah, you can get lost doing that. Like I don't even know how I would go about it until maybe I just sit there and maybe think a little bit, write some things down. Like what, 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 what do you mean by like just a lot of self-reflection? Like what did you do to make that happen? Um, the thing is, is I'm, I'm not, I'm a very introverted person. So mm-hmm. I, I think a lot. Um, so a lot of the time I spend self, like self-reflections about what I did throughout the day, why I did things that I did, um, so I can grow. Um, it is something that it, it, it's kind of like a self-therapy session for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not things that I specifically write on paper because I'm not very good at putting words on paper um words don't come easy to me 
So, like, I can't journal. I can't self-reflect mm -hmm. and, like, journal in a, in a way. So it's just, like, I'm sitting um, after studying or I'm sitting after uh, work or something like that. And I, I think back to certain situations that either stress me or situations that maybe be feel good or situations that, like, I think I could have reacted in a different manner. Um, and I just like think about, okay, maybe I should do this, or maybe it wouldn't have gone as bad if I did this. Um, and it is kind of just like I, more self-awareness in a sense yeah, as well. Yeah. And it, it is something that kind of has to do with my job in the first place. Cause I have to deal with people all the time. Yeah. Um, whether they're, whether they react well or not, you know? So well, like, it, like there was, there was a, uh, I don't know if I already said this in the past episode, but there was a customer who came by and legit told me like, Hey, watch your back. Um, next time I see you, I'm going to come in the pharmacy and because shit out of you. <laughs> and, you didn't tell him. <laughs> and like, uh, now that I look back at it that same day, he said that because I kind of, kind of laughed at him <laughs> um, why when he asked for his uh, viagra or what uh <laughs> he was he was here for he was there for his pain pills yeah so like yes he was in pain but there was no reason for him to have reacted the same way or the way that he did with me because all i did was tell him hey the person that you spoke to is getting this ready uh so just give her a couple minutes but he didn't even let me speak and he was just completely yelling at me and calling me slurs and all these things. So I just like looked straight at him and I just started laughing and he just got even more upset. So like it, as soon as I got home, I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have left. Maybe then he wouldn't have threatened me. But then I'm like, actually, he was really upset. He, I was like, actually, since he was already, like, since he started it, I'm not going to be like, hey, yo. I'm going to let slide. I should have laughed and pointed at his face. I, actually, dude, for the shit he was saying to me, 100% deserved. But it's just it's just things like that to where I, I really think about situations that can kind of get me out of anxiety and stuff like that. For sure. So it's just a lot of self-reflections to where, hey, maybe if I try this, I won't be as, as anxious. Or maybe if I try this, um, I'll feel a little bit better. Or maybe a breath of fresh air or something like that. I only ask because, like, so for me personally, like, I am I'm the type to, like, write things down just for the sake of, like, that's how I also remember what happened because I have – I don't know. I feel like I forget things quickly, but I want to ask you, like, I feel like what I feel like watching movies or like anime for you or like anything, I feel like that stuff also probably helps you because it gives you other experiences you can learn from. That's not your life that you might be able to apply. Is that right? Mm. Like you, I feel like for me, if I watch a movie, I feel like that's, I mean, it's still an experience. It might be like fiction or whatever, but I feel like, it's still something I can learn from. Like, there's so many lessons I feel like I've learned from movies. There, there is a lot of lessons that you can learn. But I don't know if you've seen it. Um, 
what is it called? The Sound of Metal, I think is what it's called. Yeah, bro. Yes. Sound of Metal? Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, so, like, I was watching that whole movie, and, like, the whole time I was like, dude, this shit's dumb. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the very end, whenever he, like, sits... Hey, wait, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Never mind. Spoiler, spoiler. I can't say it. Just, but just say at the end. Just at finish the end, it. At the at end, the, when what? No, no, no. At the end, um, <laughs> it's like when the whole purpose of the movie just kind of came together. Yeah. It made me realize the like um, similarities and differences that I have. I, I I compare myself a lot to either characters or um. um What's the word? I mean, pretty much just like people who are being portrayed. Yeah. Like, um, so it's like, oh, I would have reacted a different way. Or, oh, hey, I would have reacted a different way. How, how could that have gone? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do agree with you. There is a lot of lessons that I do learn um, coming out of those. Either it's, it's mostly visual stuff since I'm not a very good reader. I am trying for myself to uh, read a little bit more, but it's just... It's hard for me. Um, but yeah, it is all, all the movies and all the, it doesn't even have to be just anime. It's just like, just shows in general. Um, yeah, You can learn a lot of life lessons if you kind of just analyze them instead of just watching them for sure. Yeah, like be a little bit more active rather than passive about it. I, I'm a big proponent of that too. Like I feel like, I feel like I've learned so much from them. So yeah, you just have to like maybe I mean don't sit there and be like oh what am I gonna learn from this episode today? But well like, no yeah of, it, it's something that kind of <laughs> yeah. just like kind of have to happen. It kind of just has to flow. You can't go yeah. in there just like fully analyzing it. Like yeah. I, I, I don't go don't go take notes on Peaky Blinders. Or yeah no like, like I would I wouldn't be able to be like a like a film major or something like that. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no. But yeah, I'm not saying well, there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. Like we said, not all degrees matt i'm just kidding <laughs> hey yo i'm just kidding now that one's cool degree uh would you say a uh, film major that, yeah that seems pretty cool but not her not, not like herpetology <laughs> was that one of your uh, backup choices just in case yeah study reptiles bro there you go i'm a snake <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um we do appreciate you guys um, answering our questions and whatnot on Instagram. And just keep an eye out. You never know when we might ask some fun polls. And like we said, DM us proof that you rated us on Spotify. And we will send you a reward. What did we say? We said penny? I don't know. We might have to raise the ante. A, pe- a penny each. A Three penny penny each but now we might just even give two pennies at this point i know people are giving ratings but i need the proof and see who it's from that way we can make sure we give you your rightful award i'll venmo you for a faux 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 what a four for four from wendy's nah nah it's all about it's all about the spicy mcchicken and mcdonald's it's all about yeah, that. Or, or honey butter chicken biscuit. <laughs> That's only late night, though. It's okay. But... That's when they'd be listening to us. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. 
Um, I apologize for the past 10 minutes or so if I was sniffly. I don't know why, but it's like... <laughs> no, Whenever not, Ramiro starts talking, I get emotional, you know? No, I was sniffly. <laughs> no, bro, no, this motherfucker is going to be... Ne- next episode is going to be like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, I know the last 10 minutes I was a little... <laughs> I don't even know what it was. I promise. I promise it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> but I'm definitely not a professional. Just... No, nah, bro. <laughs> the issue is this time of the year is always the worst for me when it comes to allergies, like seasonal allergies, bro. So I'm trying to rack up on those anti antihistamines, but it hasn't been like a full week. So like I'm just I literally can step outside for five minutes and then I come in and my throat is itching. I'm sniffly. It's like I'm a pathetic human being. But anyways, <laughs> degradation of the gym pool right there. <laughs> but anyways. If you don't want to be a pathetic human being, like I said, follow us on Instagram at Dome Podcast. <laughs> DM us proof on Spotify. Uh, or DM us proof that you've rated us on Spotify. Um, and yeah, in the meantime, we'll Catch talk to you all next week. We'll talk to you all soon. And make sure you drink your water. Like we said a couple weeks ago, a few of us were sick, and that's because nobody knows how to drink water. So please drink your water, okay? <laughs> that means that people in this episode and our listeners to this episode, drink your damn water, all right? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>